Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Bridge Radio. Hey guys, it's uh, Will Martinez here with Dark Fringe Radio. Of course, my co-host, as every week, Mr. Oh, there he is. Take a listen. Jay, what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm just living the dream, my friend. Just living the dream. Another uh, happy hump, hump day. Yeah, hey, yeah, my- yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, middle of the week here. We're recording this podcast, and, um, you know, I... It, we 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 trying to figure out a couple of different uh, topics for this week, but this week we're going to be talking about tulpas, and uh, we'll be getting to all that here in a little bit. So it's a very interesting subject uh, for those that you guys don't know. Just to give you just a, a very brief synopsis, it's basically a thought, the power of thought, and so we'll get into all that here in a second. So, uh, but first, I wanted to let everybody know how you can listen to the podcast. Of course, you can go to our website, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Uh, you can go there directly, and uh, you can click any of the links that uh, go right to the streaming sites to listen to our uh, our podcast and all the episodes there. So you can go right there, darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. And if you want to send us any kind of correspondence, if you want to send anything to me or Jay, uh, you can send that to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Or if you want to become a guest on the show, um, you can certainly send that request over to us there. So Jay, uh, social media, of course, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dark Fringe Radio. So make sure you guys please go ahead and do that. Go there and make sure you subscribe and like all that stuff there. Uh, we always have new stuff on a daily basis coming out there. So uh, we try to keep new content going and flowing for you guys. So, uh, so make sure you check out that social media. And uh, that's it for the intro, Jay. Anything else to add? No, man. No, it's clean. All right, man. All right. Well, let's uh, get into um, you know one of our you know primary subjects that uh, or like segments segment. that we have here on our segment. podcast yeah segment, oh, Thank segment. You, yes segment William. <laughs> uh, i'm bit. deep in the forest i'm deep in the forest bro i'm in a i'm in a purple hulk forest bro uh, <laughs> i mean look i'm in outer space i'm yeah look at you yeah there you go there you go but uh so yeah one of our segments that we do here is called as the world burns and uh, Jay, this has actually become one of our more popular segments now here on the podcast, believe it or not, because, you know, this is a segment where we just kind of talk about, you know, yeah. uh, more current shit that's happening, current events that's going on. And last week, the last episode, we talked about the monoliths. You remember that, Jay? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. And boy, boy, has that story just exploded a million different ways, hasn't it, huh? Uh, yeah, so crazy shit, man. You had one in Utah. That was the first one that was reported on and we talked about last week on the podcast. Uh, And then you had another one that showed up in Romania all of a sudden. Yep. So, and then the first one in Utah obviously disappeared. And then the one in Romania appeared and then disappeared a few days later. And then there was another one in California and then another one in San Diego, Las Vegas. Um, So the mystery is solved, Jay. So... As all good things must come to an end, the mystery has been solved. It wasn't uh, you the know, lizard people. Sorry to say, it was not the lizard people. You know, uh, you know, there was a big speculation among, of course, the it conspiracy wasn't the theory. Trump people. No, it wasn't them either. Uh, but <laughs> uh, it's been claimed now by a group of people, artists called the most famous artists. That's the name of their group, and. Um, that's the origin of these monoliths uh, that just basically appeared at different parts of the world. And, uh, you know, they 
put him up and took him down. And they did it as a publicity stunt, Jay, just like, you know, what we thought. Uh, we figured that somebody was going to make claim to this at some point. So the group called the Most Famous Artist uh, has taken to Instagram, Jay, uh, the past few days to post pictures of the monoliths. Act, and they're actually selling them. So they're like $45,000 for a monolith. They can actually fabricate one for you and, and ship it off to you if you really are into that kind of meaningless bullshit. And if you want to have a piece of metal in your yard that's uh, cost you $45,000. 40, uh, $45,000 yes, for something that no one is going to remember in a month. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's silly. But again, great publicity. I mean, look, these people obviously made uh, a pretty big footprint as far as getting the name out there and, uh, you know, all, all across the world. I mean, not only here yeah, in the I United mean, States and okay. Europe as well. So it's, it's you know, across the, across the pond, as they say. Yeah, that was about as awkward as it could be. Across the <laughs> pond, as they say. <laughs> Indubitably good sir. That's what they say. But the founder <laughs> of this group, his name is Matty Moe, right, Jay? And, of course his uh, name is Matty Moe. <laughs> he really couldn't comment on how the installations were done because of legalities of the origin and all that stuff. So, um, B14 he, classified. Yeah, well, it's not all that. It's pretty much he, they constructed it and they got it out there at some point in, in the middle of the night. And, you know, that's pretty much what happened. He does promise that there's going to be more of these popping up in the more days and weeks coming along. So, And he says, listen, what better way to end this messed up you know, year of 2020 than to have some kind of, you know, something cool to look forward to and see where the monoliths are going to pop up next. So I, I can't fault the guy for that. And you know what? Great, great marketing, great publicity, very well done. I mean, I, in, in yeah. this day and age, really well done. What do you yeah, think, Jay? I, I don't know. It, it's a bit over the top for my particular taste. Uh, and <laughs> I had a bright green Camaro. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, I did. So it's a bit over the top of my particular taste. I mean, I get it. He's got his name out. He's, you know, him and his brothers, Eeny, Meeny, Miney, Mo. Mm -hmm. They all uh, got their name out there, and that's, that's cool. I just, there's got to be something better we could do with our time. There just has yeah. to be something better we could do with our time. Aren't there problems that we should be trying to solve? A lot of problems. Sociologically, problems. economically, you know, easily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, again, though, you know, uh, I'd rather see something like this than a lot of the other bullshit that's going on right now. You know what I mean? I, uh, you know what it was, it was a, um, a welcome break. Right. It was, it, it kind of broke some of this, the yeah. severity and, and, and uh, the heavy shit that's been happening this year. And uh, yeah, it's a good way to end it off with a laugh. You know, yeah, 20, yeah. 2020, just at this point, why the why fuck not? not? F it, right? <laughs> F it, we'll do it live, bitch. <laughs> okay, we'll do it live. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Well, listen, now we know what the, the, the answer to this mystery that's been, you know, plaguing all of us for the last couple of yeah. weeks here. And Eeny, meeny, um, miny, moe. Yeah, mighty, mighty moe. So, uh, you know, kudos to them and good luck to them in the future. And you can actually go to their Instagram page, Jay, if you're interested. Just look up um, the most famous artist on Instagram. And they actually have pictures of the monolith as they, um, you know, uh, are constructing them and fabricating them. So it's kind of cool. You can see some of the behind the scenes of I, uh, the fabricators. I also could Google it. 
<laughs> you could do that too. You could do that too. But yeah, you check it out. So uh, that you know puts a stamp on that mystery, Jay. That lasted for a couple of weeks. But uh, the other subject, Jay, that I wanted to kind of bring up and talk about, which was another piece of information that kind of snuck under the radar, and a lot of people uh, just really didn't talk about it because. You know, a lot of stuff is going on in the news right now, especially with the election yeah. stuff and all that stuff that's going on with that. So that's pretty much overshadowed everything else. Hasn't it, though? Oh, absolutely. That's all you see on Facebook. That's all you see on social media. It's all you fucking all you hear see. about. Yeah, it's all, all you hear about, about is the biggest thing since sliced bread, man. It's amazing. It's amazing. So Crazy. one of these pieces of uh, news that kind of flew under the radar um, former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump actually knows about them. And he says he claims that Trump was actually going to say something about them this year, but decided not to for some reason. So he basically quote, he was quoted on saying a galactic federation has been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. Uh, this guy's name is Haim Eshed. So that's uh, the former Israeli space security chief that of course, when he said that uh, everybody was like, what? <laughs> if I know? Yeah. Like what the hell did this guy Holy just say shit. that? Like, but if there's anybody that would have inside information on that it would be him. Right. I mean, probably. Right. I mean, if you're I the mean, freaking I mean, dude, base security chief, dude, hide in the shed. He was, he was, up there hiding the shit this guy he mm-hmm. he had the no i just mm-hmm. he could just be trying to piss some people off and throw the shit on his way out too <laughs> could be well he also claims that um there's actually a cooperation um and agreements between uh and that's actually signed uh between the u.s government and the aliens to have underground bases here in the united states and other parts of the world also on mars where they would send like American astronauts and alien representatives and back and forth. So dude, there's a lot of this craziness this guy is saying, you know. Did you hear what Elon Musk said about Mars? What did he say? I'm he curious. Wants to to die, he wants to die on Mars, just not on the landing. Okay. That's an odd way to like that's like odd thing to even fucking think about. Like, why would you want to die on a planet that Bro, he's an odd dude. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, you're talking about he's Elon not a dude. Musk. You're talking about a guy who built, marketed, and sold flamethrowers to the public. I, That's true. That's true. And he pushed that photo of that car that he supposedly put in outer space. Do you believe that he did that? Do you think that's true? I do. You I think do. that's really out there? I do. For real? He is okay. fucking, he's crazy and has a shit ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. to do whatever the fuck he wants. He's like the modern day Tony Stark, right? I'm just waiting it for really him to come is. out with the fucking Iron Man suit, right? I'm waiting for it. Um, if anybody's <laughs> got one, it's him. It's him, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, getting back to the point here, this story here, Jay, you know, Ashed, the guy, the ex security chief or space security chief, he added that uh, President Donald Trump was aware of the extraterrestrials' existence and had been on the verge of revealing this information. Um, but he did it because he wanted to prevent mass hysteria. And, you know, that's the that age. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Do you think we're ready for that, though, Jay? You don't think we're ready for something like that? Um, <laughs> you don't think our minds are not... We've not seen enough alien movies, Jay. I mean, it's been fucking pounded into our head for the last... I, if 
if it were done right, um, I think we could. Uh, after 2020, mm-hmm. I really, if mm-hmm. if they came down peaceful and benevolent, we could strike up some form of intergalactic yeah. relationship, uh, trying to build on each other's strengths and, and mutual uh, wants and benefits. I couldn't see why not. Uh, might actually be a uniting force for the planet. Yeah, it could be. Of course, then the rednecks could also get out the shotgun and start shooting at them. Either way, who knows? It's going to be a good time. That, it's going to be a party. That, uh, that will not be good. <laughs> no yeah, more, no. you great damn fucker. Yeah, oh, I can already see it now, Jay. I just, oh gosh. That's what, I see it. I already, like, I've already seen it in my head. But, uh, yeah, well, listen, I mean, again, so this is a really interesting story. You know, this guy, is Shed, he oversaw the launch of, you know, all these satellites um, into space, you know, he said that he was only speaking out now because things are changing. People are actually having a more receptive mindset to the thought of extraterrestrials out there. So that's Again, why he's saying all this shit, all this shit we've been through in 2020. I think people are just, I mean, look at this year and it's been a hell of a year right. with the COVID and uh, the election stuff. You have all the, Epstein stuff finally come to a head. You, I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things that just right. have built upon you. You have people being far more comfortable with their sexuality. You have a much more open conversation about the racial divide and systemic injustice. And you, you have people who are, are kneeling during the end. You have so much going on right. that I, I think people are open to it. I really do. I think that as a, as a society, while we still have many, 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 many issues we need to work out, I think we're getting to a point to at least we're more woke. Well, Jay, you know, it's funny because, you know, and I don't, I don't want to get too political here because we don't like to get into politics here in our, in our podcast. But We try not to, I, yeah. Yeah, we try not to, and we don't care which way. No, I very, don't give a fuck. We don't give a shit. So. But one thing that I will say and people made fun of him when he said this, but remember in May of like this past year where he said he was going to come out with the space force and all that shit. Yeah. And everybody was kind of ridiculing him and saying, Oh, you know what the fuck is wrong with this guy worrying about space. Maybe that was maybe the kind of thing that he was going to say of what was going to happen. You know what I mean? Maybe that was the, the, the like the tipping hat that he was going to kind of come out and say, Hey, listen, this is the reason why that we have to kind of do this. You know what I'm saying? It might've been, man. It might've been. Think about it. I mean, we'll never know. It makes sense. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. Donald Trump, for all his follies, the guy wasn't much of a bullshitter. He he was uh, an expert salesperson, but he wasn't a bullshitter. But he's also a reactionary guy. Yeah, he's never the one who throws the first punch. He, no. He's kind of like waits to get punched in the face and then says fuck you and then you know kind of just that's how he is reactionary so that's why i think he kind of was coming out with that because that was his reaction to what he found out maybe who knows possible it's possible it's possible Possible. well again the uh ufo conspiracy uh continues um in the conspiracy theory realm the ufo disclosure is always a point of contention because it's been so many years now jay you know that what now we have government agencies have pretty much admitted to all this stuff and all across the world, not only the United States government, governments all across the world, Israel is, you know, Israeli, uh, the Israeli government have come out with, you know, saying that yes, UFOs exist. 
this yeah. guy all across the world. You Russia, it just it's. I, I think more of a thing. It's and I think you're right, Jay. I think it is. We're at that time where I think we can handle some kind of information like that. So again, we'll see what happens, and we'll see who's the one who's going to actually come out with this information and bring on this new world. So, but uh, yeah, that's it for as the world burns, Jay. And um, I think that pretty much puts a stamp on that. But that brings us to our next segment here, Jay, which is what the F Florida man? Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly. And this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. So, uh, again, a very popular segment here on Dark Fringe Radio. Just to give people a little bit of backstory, this is a little segment that Jay does where he finds a story about some craziness here in the state of Florida that only you would believe <coughs> the news headline. So, uh, Jay, what do you have for this week for What That Florida Man? Well, William, I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and feed this one to you slow, nice and easy. <laughs> All right. Just like that. Baby birding it. Timing. I mean, just <laughs> nice and gentle. I'm just going to feed Baby it Baby bird. Slow. Baby bird. <laughs> Authorities in Florida mm-hmm. are searching for an armed quadruple amputee who's reportedly been on the run. <laughs> Since Tuesday, they're hoping to question him about his involvement in a double murder. So, headline, mm-hmm. police say man with no hands or legs is on the run and armed. <clears throat> okay, let me pause this uh, story real quick here, Jay. How is a quadriplegic on the run and also armed and dangerous? Please explain this to me here, Jack, because I am... Certainly intrigued here. This is uh, very interesting. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you had an answer. <laughs> there's symmetry, though. There's there's poetic beauty. In, uh, I mean, can't you see that cute little frisbee just running down the road? Hey, you guys. I mean. I, oh, I don't know. I don't know. So. That is interesting. Please continue with so the story. So, Sean, Sean Petrozon. No. There you go. <laughs> we'll go with that. Thirty reportedly <laughs> lost his legs, hands, and parts of his arms to bacterial meningitis years ago. Police say he moved uh, in with his parents last week after separating with his wife and missed some serious financial issues, which will come when you lose, you know, everything. Yeah. Uh, both of his parents were found dead Tuesday morning after Sean's mother Nancy failed to show up for her job as a school teacher. Uh, he was last seen in an ATM by the surveillance camera, although the police say he's currently a person of interest, not the official suspect in the uh, murders, but he is armed with a gun. 
in Orlando. <laughs> How is he armed? He has no arms. <laughs> you have to have arms to be armed. No? Apparently not. Apparently you can kill your, your parents. Wow. What a bizarre gun story. And go on the run with neither hand nor leg. Because of bizarre bacteria story. meningitis. Yeah, yeah, listen, that that happens. I've, I've heard of stories of that. But, man, that is so crazy, man. I mean, like, who does that? And then how does a guy like that get away? Dude, your guess is as good as mine. I, that's pretty smooth. That's some That's pretty good shit. Uh, yeah. He had to have it just for that's. I, I guess when you can't masturbate, you have a lot of time to think about shit. <laughs> oh, jeez, Jay. <laughs> well, far. yeah, that's an interesting story, Jay. I mean, it's yeah. true. Is that too much? I, no, it's not when too you don't much. have enough time to wax your car. Or, <laughs> you know, when you don't have the legs to carry yourself. I, I don't hey, I get it. I get it. Man, what a bizarre story. But, again, of course, you can only find here in Florida. So, Jay, thanks so much for What the F Florida Man for this week. We really do appreciate you bringing the the no arm bandit. Really appreciate that one. So yeah. Um, well, listen, I was uh, guys. To give him a hand. <laughs> he definitely had a leg up on the cops. Oh, he certainly did. <laughs> he beat him by a foot. Oh, he certainly did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, anyways, guys, uh, we are going to get into our next segment here in a minute. Uh, which is the Tulpas, um, the thought form. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, just stick around for more Dark Fringe Radio. Hello, I'm Douglas Sardano, author of American Conspiracies and Cover-Ups, and you're listening to Dark Fringe Radio. There's over. Ladies and germs, it's showtime! Hey guys, thanks for joining us back here at Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, I am your host, Will Martinez, of course, here with Jay Galosi. And uh, we have a great subject here for you tonight. And we're going to be talking about the tulpas, which is the thought form. And, it's a great um, fish. You yeah. catch <laughs> real lean meat. No, no, you got to play it just right. That's the uh, you catch them all of the keys, those tulpas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but tulpas, though, Jay, is uh, something really interesting, Jay. It comes from actually the eastern culture um from the buddhist kind of uh the bronx no no the buddhism it's a tibetan term basically and it means manifestation and why this is so important jay is because there is this theory of the tulpas and this theory is basically saying that people can create things by using their energy of concentration and manifestation so again jay it's something that like I said, is derived from that Tibetan and Buddhism, you know, culture. And yeah. it, it's really kind of come over here to the Western side as well. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, a lot of people think, Hey, that could be the answer for aliens or Bigfoot, for instance, you know, since we've never caught anything as far as Bigfoot, we know we talked about that last week as well, how Bigfoot has just been really no solid evidence of that. <clears throat> and, Again, maybe it's a tulpa. Maybe it's something that we have developed in our minds and given enough energy and concentration that it's actually manifested itself in that way. There's actually some current examples of this here, Jay, too. Okay. One example, for instance, is the Slender Man. Now, of course, 
you know the slender man we've seen pictures of the slender man all on social all media place. yeah and of course there was a movie uh that came out i was i think it was a year or two ago and there was also that case that actually happened after the slender man came out where right two girls uh basically stabbed another stabbed girl in that one chance like 18 right. times yeah yeah so this all started off a creepy pasta story on reddit right yep that's all it was that's where it started from. That's the that's just like just like anything. It's just one little spark. That's and, exactly uh, it. Boom, big. Yeah, I mean it's it's gotten so big to the point where you have people actually killing other people uh, in honor of this particular being. Yeah. You know, movies have come out. It's all over the internet. It's all over social media, and again, it just derived from like what you said, Jay. It was like a little tinderbox, and it just caught fire and just Ooh. one story off a of creepy boss off of reddit and then next thing you know you know this guy this entity is everywhere it's everywhere <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. everywhere it's everywhere, it's everywhere. so that's an example it's an example of a tulpa well you know there's something to be said though i mean i've seen things be manifested i'm not you know mm-hmm. poof i have a beer but I have seen people use powers of manifestation to gain and attain things. Uh, I've seen people use it to uh, get to a certain point that they want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much I believe about manifesting hard physical objects. Things like the Slender Man, mm-hmm. I think that's an imagination run wild. You know, there's with social media these days, things can just catch viral quick and i mean viral it really is a virus it spreads like covid i mean just if you're in the room the guy you got the whatever that newest room. meme is it's suddenly it's on your phone like you just walk past person the guy their, phones, the their phone the fucking ocean spray yeah <laughs> fleetwood mac <laughs> a 40 second video that just caught fire that that's what happens mm-hmm. so and you know we follow things. We everybody looks for false titles. I mean, just look at Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. So you mix those things in, and yeah, I think it's the power more of manifestation of imagination. Mm-hmm. It, but it's crazy how things like that can come to be. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've seen it happen. It's and you see it every day. And again, a good example of that is Slender Man. That's something that's more you know, recent in our times, but there's also other stories, you know, there's also um, a very interesting story about this guy. He's an author. His name is uh, Stan Gooch. And he was like an author of like uh, sci-fi stuff. He did like creatures of the inner space and stuff like that, you know, sci-fi horror mixed stuff, but he actually uh, talks about an encounter or story that he had, you know, that where he attended a seance, it was in Coventry in England. And uh, basically, they felt like he manifested a, uh, what would you call it, an ape man, almost. Do you know what I mean? Um, ape man. Yeah, an ape man. Uh, that's basically what they were seeing. Like, it was a silhouette of an ape man. And then as time progressed, you know, and people were talking about it more and more, it just became a thing that he started dreaming about a lot more and more and more. And he just decided to kind of forget about it and just like kind of put it away. And it just never, it never reappeared ever again in his dreams. So again, it was something that 
started in a seance and, you know, and it started from there and it just grew into something that other people were talking about it. You know, it started appearing in his dreams, kind of like a Freddy Krueger kind of thing. You know, you start talking about it, you know, you know, the whole, whole trope about the whole behind that movie too. Sorry to bring that movie up again. You know, we seem to bring it up all the time, but the, you know, he gets more power from the fear. Well, I didn't want to sleep tonight, (laughs) but he gets more power from the fear of these people. Right. I know. So that's the Tulpa thing. That's the whole thing behind the Tulpa, giving that energy, giving that fear, and it's feeding it. Have you ever had a dream so powerful, Will, that (laughs) something that happened in a dream stuck with you when you came out of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that that's kind of how I how I have imbued this uh, tulpus fish that we're talking about tonight. Um, <laughs> is that it's like uh, things that your your body reacts to because your brain imagined them into existence. Uh, I know I've had nights where I've gotten advice and woke up with sore being sore and having bruises and you know because I spent the night before. Mm-hmm coming to blows with someone for some reason and or, or uh you just wake up with this kind of a feeling you just can't shake like like something has happened mm-hmm. um you could like, carry it with you oh yeah so that's kind of how i feel that's what i've seemed to come up with so again jay you're talking about like waking up with bruises and stuff on your body that you don't know how you got yeah okay so in the hispanic culture jay what we believe, and that happens a lot to a lot of people I know in my family. A lot of people believe that that's a witch touching you. So, I mean, be as that may, that is, you know, again, another example of how cultures kind of have their own rendition. I mean, it wouldn't exactly not be par for the course for me. <laughs> I have pissed off enough women in my life. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, again, that's what they believe, uh, you know, and, and there's all these other examples of this here, Jay. Um, there's oh, yeah. another one. Uh, this guy, his name is Richard Freeman. He is um, a zoologist and he was a former zookeeper. And okay. in the summer of 1997, he had an interest in this whole Tulpa thing. You know, this is something that he you know, stumbled upon. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to create a Tulpa. I'm going to make something up. So he did. He kind of created this deity. It was called Aklak Nacha. Yeah, right? So it uh, appeared. I'm sure. <laughs> it's, um, it was actually a spider deity that he created, right? And it actually appeared in a book that was published um, originally in 1934. And it was described as a terrifying, malevolent spider that had like a human-looking hairy face and spidery limbs. So that's what it looked like. And he decided to create this tulpa. And he feels that there was a very high degree of success um, as he did it. Because what he did is he constructed an altar for this spider god in the cellar of his house that he was renting out at the time. And, Not uh, creepy at all. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. If you put energy into this shit, you can really do something. And that, again, you know, that kind of goes into like the... Uh, Santeria culture, uh, religion, because yeah. a lot of that Santeria is doing rituals to do uh, an intent uh, or to receive a blessing or to an intent to do something. So 
you know, you do these rituals, you give these things power. And of course you're kind of creating this tulpa in a religious type of way, you know, to give you this power or to get these things back. Um, but in this case here, you know, he's like, you know, I'm just doing this for shits and giggles. And I want to see if this actually yeah, works. I'll, I'll make a spider because nothing could go wrong. <laughs> so then he, you know, he hung it all this up in the cellar. He had all this shit hanging and he actually um, created prayers and um, rituals for this tulpa just out of nothing. He just created the shit, right? And he said that he actually one night woke up and that spider being was in his room, Jay. Yeah. I got four words for dude. Get a fucking <laughs> hobby. Yeah. Well, Why the, would you fuck with that stuff? Well, the thing Why is... Why would you fuck with that stuff? Well, the problem is, Jay, he didn't encounter what would happen, which was that these things that you create eventually lose the control of your mind. So they kind of Kind of like if you were to think of, you know, like when two babies are like kind of like twins are like inside the stomach and they kind of like go bloop, 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 like kind of thing like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what the kind of... Is that, is that technical process? Yeah, I guess. I don't know, bro. <laughs> Listen, I am not being technical right now. Forgive me. And I have friends that are doctors, so I know they're probably shaking their head right now. Um, oh, but, my Christ. I know. It's great. But... That's basically what's happening. This tulpa is like removing itself from you and it's becoming its own entity at that point. And then it does whatever the fuck it wants. So that's yeah, the problem. But there's still kind of blood on your hands, bro. Oh, no, no that's doubt. That's a lot no of responsibility. Doubt. You're, that's all on you. And that's a lot, man. I, I wouldn't want to shoulder it. No, listen, again, I totally get it. You know, and, but these things do exist. You know, this, you know, again, you know, another one that we're talking about that's more recent that's come out probably in the last 10, 15 years that you never heard about before, because we certainly never heard about it when I was a kid. And when you were a kid was black eyed kids, these black eyed children that are supposedly being seen around. Yeah, that's that's a new phenomenon. That's not something that's old. You know, that's another thing that was created, um, you know, with these with these black eyed children. So, and you, you know, the story behind that, that I think we've talked about it before, but that's where, you know, supposedly these people are having stories of these kids coming up to their houses, knocking on the door. And then when they look at the kids, these kids have completely black eyes. And that um, the whole thing is, is that if they get inside your house, you're pretty much done. You're, do- you're dead. They're going to kill you. And that's what the whole story is. And so the whole thing is, is that if you don't let them come inside your house, you're good. They're not going to do anything to you. But if they get in, you're dead. So, you know, again, this is a tulpa that's been created by people and that's been perpetuated. And, you know, we make fun of it, too. I've, you know, the opening of our old the show, we talked about black eyed children. You know what I mean? And so it's it's become a trope in the, you know, the paranormal field. And, um, you know, more and more yeah, people. Are, again, that's another one we probably could have done without. Yes. Why can't why can't anybody make like <laughs> the fear spewing? <laughs> Tulpa. Yeah. Why, why can't it just be like blowjob tulpa? <laughs> yeah, the, the voluptuous tulpa, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. Candy tulpa. Like, yeah. why is it always got to be this, like, dark, demonic, you know, I will steal you so. That's how it is, though. That's that's the problem. Why? Once it separates from you and it becomes its own entity, it just fucking, it always takes a, a south turn, fortunately. Yes. So, 
Yeah, again. Don't fuck with it, people. People, stop it. Leave Topas alone. Stop creating your own energy. You know, and that goes, you know, it has a lot to be said about intention. Like when you say things out loud, Jay, too, that has, you know, you know, somebody who says, oh, I'm so stupid. You know what I mean? And you keep saying that to yourself over and over and over again. Yeah. That becomes something that you start to believe slowly and slowly more and more. It becomes a voice pattern. Exactly. And you start speaking that stuff into existence. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that you're going to get dumber and dumber, but you're making no you start to believe but there is yeah it, it's just like that that old science science experiment right you right. take two plants and you you do everything the same you get them some amount of sun water exactly the same one you talk nice and polite to and the other one you yell at the one you yell <laughs> out doesn't live anywhere near as long and when you talk nice to grows well that you makes fucking sense motherfucker <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't a fun experiment. I'm not saying oh. it wasn't excessively cathartic for me, but oh, it was great. I do feel partially bad that that plant had to die such a horrible, horrible death after such a terrible, terrible life. <laughs> well, again, yeah, it's all about intention, Jay, and the energy that you put into it. And again, this guy, you know, we talked about the guy with the spider one, and you know, all that intention that he put behind it by making an altar and all that stuff. You know, you do enough of that stuff, and that's that's what happens. You know, you know, again, a Bloody Mary. How about that's another one, right? That's been one since we were kids. Are right? you coming probably... to my house to rock me to sleep tonight? <laughs> no, brother, I don't do that. <laughs> you got your lady to do that for you. <laughs> what? what is with this fucking tangent? You're doing hey. everything you can to make sure that the second I turn out the lights this evening, my brain goes, what do you do shit we can play with? Will you, you hear that one little creak? <laughs> you're like oh god <laughs> yeah yeah there it is <laughs> well you know yeah you know yeah we, we i talk get about it yes bloody like, mary like bloody mary yes the, yeah another one standing with the mirror thing and don't people don't fuck with these things man but again do you think do you think that we've given so much of energy into that that urban legend jay throughout how many years now i mean what we're 40 so at least 30 years right at least our lives but we're gonna go ahead and assume well before us too yeah maybe what yeah i mean you're talking about 30 40 years of of energy just being anything's anything's possible right anything's possible there are things in uh different realms or dimensions that have shown their existence but not and a necessarily directly path. There's nothing to say that we couldn't create a reality with our energy, our negativity, our positivity, even something as little as that, and not give it something, some kind of a spark somewhere else where its interaction is limited to certain certain areas and times and things. Right. That being said, those things don't usually come over here polite. They don't say hello no. and thank you, sir. May I have a crumpet? They. <laughs> no they certainly do not um and again that's where yeah yeah and that's where the separation comes into play once it separates from you it's its own entity and it does its own thing so again there's i'm sure we could probably figure out so many other tulpas that we've created throughout the time you know what i mean it's oh just, i'm sure yeah you know it's just amazing to me that we haven't realized it more of a society that we do this to ourselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
that we kind of fall for it. It's it's a great trick that we fall for, you know? We're not the brightest. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But that's uh, that's an avenue for you and me to talk about stuff like this so that we could help open up and, uh, you know, open up some of these people's eyes about things like Thank this. Thank Christ. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. So, uh, well, Jay, I think that's it for Topos for tonight. I think I'm topled out. Um, I don't want to create anything. So <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, a pretty good ending to the subject for tonight. And Jay, okay. uh, before we say goodbye to everybody, uh, we have one last segment, which is uh, what to watch. And this is a segment that you do, Jay, uh, where you uh, give us a recommendation of something that you've seen that uh, you think uh, is as of worthy uh, for us to watch as you. So please give us a recommendation for this week for what to watch. Uh, on ESPN Plus, they have – uh, 30 for 30 ESPN plus 30 for 30 on Tito versus Chuck. <laughs> you know, I'm a big UFC guy, big MMA guy. I, I enjoy watching all the fights. Uh, I, I try to follow them as often as I possibly can. I will be watching the ones this Saturday with uh, Mr. Tony Ferguson, El Kakui. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really gets into the basis, the, the timelines of as UFC was really building its, its head of steam and how – just how big those two played as far as the cogs that created this thing. I mean, they really were the right guys, the right time that just the right balance. Chuck had that look, Tito had the mouth and they just, it's hard to get better than that. You know, it's, it's adult man soap opera. Yeah. And it's a great story. I mean, you go from, uh, you know, friends to bitter rivals (laughs) And yeah, you know, a lot of shit talking between two camps and yep. fights outside the ring um, as yep. well. And yep. um, it, it got nasty. It, I, was, I was upset to see that last fight happen because it shouldn't have happened. That last fight shouldn't happen. I it mean, should have never. Yeah, it should have never. Tito should have retired a few years ago. I mean, he, he's, you know. He's an average MMA fighter right now. He's okay. Right. He's not, he's not Tito. He's Ortiz. not bad and he's not great. He's he should be at this point he should be done though. I mean he yeah. really is got there. But um but Chuck, hey, guy's fifty years old. He's had so many fucking concussions and knockouts. Nasty, nasty knockouts. Bad they knockouts. You. Yeah. And uh they nobody should approve in the fight. Shame on Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, that was a bad one. And I I don't and I can understand why, you know, Dana White doesn't like Oscar De La Hoya because he put that fight on. He should have never put that fight on. And, no, God, no. And that's why he wanted Liddell to retire when he did. He's like, I'm not putting him back out there. You know, he, he put him that last fight. I think it was against uh, Rich Franklin. Yep. And he looked good against him. He looked great. Until? Until one pity pat punch that just hit him, and then that was it. He's knocked got the little night-night button now. That's it. Yeah, once you get knocked out like that, you get touched real quick, and you can just fall asleep. So, it, it, Yeah, another one. And things happening to him. Mm-hmm. I, that guy should just retire and go be a model and bang hot model chicks. BJ Penn, another one. BJ Penn. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why are you chin, still fighting? His chin got glass fast. I was like, why are you fighting still? Like, you were like in UFC, no like sense. 17. Like, stop. It's enough. Enough is enough. So, enough oh, you is know, enough. another one is like that, uh, which I, he needs to retire already because Agreed. I, I, no, there's another one though. You know who's another one? Diego Sanchez. Yes. I'm like, every time I, I'm like, are you still fighting? 
And then, you know, he'll pull up a win here or there against a no-name guy, and then he'll go on a three-like fight, you know, losing streak. And I'm just like, yeah. and he gets knocked out yeah. every time. I'm just time. like, dude, stop, stop. Enough is enough, man. You know, you're gonna be you're gonna be brain dead, you know, you're not gonna be right. So you might anyways, already be. Maybe, maybe. But that's a great suggestion, Jay, for uh, what to watch 30 for 30. That's Tito versus Chuck. And Tito uh, versus Chuck. Yeah, check that out on 30 for 30 on ESPN Plus. So uh, that's Jay's recommendation for what to watch. So that's it for uh, that for Jay uh, tonight. And uh, just wanted to bring the the audience in for the outro and say how you can listen to the podcast. Darkfringeradio.wordpress.com. Make sure you go there. Make sure you subscribe to all our stuff. And uh, whatever streaming service that you use, make sure you subscribe. Give us a rating. Uh, we really do appreciate that. And, um, of course, our social media, Dark Fringe Radio, at uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter as well. So uh, anything else to add for the outro, Jay? Don't make things that you don't want to have other people have to clean up. Just <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> okay. That's a public service announcement by Jay Galosi tonight. So <laughs> we really appreciate that. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, uh, that's it for tonight for Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, with my host, Jay Galosi, right over here. Thank you so much for joining us again on another adventure of Dark Fringe Radio, and we'll see you guys again next week.